Are you ready? Ready to release internal pain? To find confidence, clarity, and direction for your future? To live a life of meaning, fulfillment, and contribution? To trust your intuition again, but something's been holding you back? You've come to the right place. Welcome. I'm Ian Hawkins, the host and founder of the Grief Code podcast. Together, let's heal your unresolved or unknown grief by unlocking your grief code. As you tune in to each episode, you will receive insight into your own grief, how to eliminate it and what to do next. Before we start, I have one request. If any new insights or awareness land with you during this episode, please send me an email at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com and let me know what you found. I know the power of this work and I love to hear the impact these conversations have. Okay, let's get into it. The heap of people I speak to who have been in a same, similar career for most of their life and I always think, oh, they, they sound perfectly suited to their role and generally conversation goes pretty similar. Oh, like, you must love what you do. Like it seems perfect to your uh, personality and your skills. And they're like, mm, yes and no. It's a pretty standard response actually. I don't know if it's something about getting to that age where you're starting to question whether you want to be doing this for the next 15, 20 years until retirement age. You start questioning things. What I also know is a heap of them dabble in little side projects. I don't love the term side hustle because it doesn't have to be a hustle. Just a project. Hustle that starts becoming not enjoyable. But generally doing something on the side that gives them joy, that uh, feels meaningful, that interests them. Uh, thoughts that come to mind are... Um, few people getting a beehive and, and um, sharing honey with friends or maybe even selling uh, other people uh, setting up little stores of some kind and I, I love it like go for it like try something oh, I spent so many years just too scared to try something to have it a crack and wasted opportunities now, of course, sometimes I just think, well, everything worked out for a reason. I'm, I am where I am now, and I'm really happy with that. Uh, one example was when I, I finished my peer teaching degree was a, one of my mentors at the time. He was a coach, cricket coach of mine, and he said, look, what, what I'd suggest is approach primary schools and see if they'll do specialist PE coaching because I was saying how much I'd love the primary school coaching like that that age group I, I love to coach and when I'm coaching football I, I love that as well they're just so keen to learn and and they learn really quickly and, and particularly in that sports space and he said that there will just be so many teachers going yes please come and we'll pay for that and I remember thinking oh that all sounds a lot of hard work and a bit too scary so I didn't do it but in the 10 years following that, so we're talking mid-90s, 10 years following that, this this area started to get – actually, probably not even – and probably 10 years after that, not for the 10 years after, like – so 10 years on from that, so 2005, these type of businesses started to pop up. Now, if I'd listened then and I'd got in early or I'd started building a business and I would have been good at it because it's something that I enjoy and, I, and I'm naturally good at – 
you know, who knows where I could have led. But again, fear held me back. Even when I started this business, I wasn't really sure where, how I was going to do it, which way I was going to do it, but there's a good five years there where I went really slow because of the fear. And no doubt there are still times now where I could be doing things better and faster and there'd be an unconscious fear that's slowing me down. No doubt. Because there always is. There's always something, the next layer. So the question is for you is, are you prepared to push past out of your comfort zone to bring more joy into your life? Why would you not want to? One of the biggest fears is people are worried about what they might find if they start taking that role, how others might see that, what emotions might come up, and one of the biggest ones, what would it feel like if this is successful? Now, I see this to a few people, and they don't fully understand it. They're like, oh, no, I'd, I'd love to have success in all those different areas. The reality is something different. Unconsciously, it's like, well, if I get that good, it's going to bring lots of attention on me. And most people have had their ability to be seen and heard suppressed from a young age, and even though they want it, it'd be hugely uncomfortable initially. Not everyone, but a fair chunk. And the other thing is, particularly in Australian, probably similar in the UK, maybe lesser so in the US, and I'm sure in other countries too, but particularly prevalent in Australia, this cutting people down who are too successful. Tall poppy syndrome we call it here in Australia. And it keeps people safe and it squashes dreams. Because people would rather keep their head below the parapet and not have it shot off. And it takes courage. I know initially when I started out this business and started to do social media and having people come at me and attack me or make fun or whatever, and, and I found that really challenging initially until I overcame that fear. Sometimes my family members get quite challenged by that and don't love it, but again, they're getting an opportunity to face their fears as well. To the point where now I'm pretty open with most things and People can bring whatever they bring and I'll just respond with love, with strength, with certainty, but with love. Not aggressive, I'll be assertive, I'll stand my ground, particularly in something that I know and I believe to be true. Bring it. But that's taken time to grow that. It's taken me staring down fears. And I can tell you that project is one that you'll never regret. You will always see how it was worth to take on that fear because ultimately everyone wants their story told everyone wants to be seen everyone wants to be heard and everyone wants to free themselves of the monotony of the repeated patterns from the day to day and there's nothing like chasing or pursuing or being curious around passion particularly if that passion is linked to some form of purpose. When I say purpose, look at it really simply like this. If it is in line with something that you would never want anyone else to go through because you went through it yourself, 
that's where I see purpose. So when you've experienced something in your life and you know how challenging it was, how difficult it was, and you come out the other side and you're like, man, I hope no one has to experience that. That's where you find purpose. And if you can marry passion and purpose, fear might still show up, but there'll still be a desire to move past that fear because it will fill you with so much joy, so much fulfillment, and set you on a path that you will absolutely love. An ultimate destination is the ability to navigate any of these situations with strength, with calm, with poise, and keep moving forward. And you can take on anything. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Grief Code podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please share it with a friend or family member that you know would benefit from hearing it too. If you are truly ready to heal your unresolved or unknown grief, let's chat. Email me at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com. You can also stay connected with me by joining the Grief Code community at ianhawkinscoaching.com forward slash the grief code. And remember, so that I can help even more people to heal, please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform.